Thank you for rocking with the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. It's your boy, Good Life underscore Russ. Thank you for tuning in every week. Make sure you hit that subscribe button for us. You can find us on Facebook at Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. You can find us on Instagram at Good Kickback. Yo, everybody. Yo, 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 yo. Happy Monday morning from your boy. It is the one and only Good Life Russ. You can find me by that name on all social medias. You can find me on Amazon. I have four books on there right now. Number five dropping soon. Make sure y'all check that out. You can also find me at Divine Light Candles and Esoteric Joy on Instagram and Facebook. What's up, everybody? So... Y'all know I like to just jump into it. This morning we are talking about solitude. We're talking about peace. We're talking about peace of mind. We're talking about the calm, the quiet. Being in an environment that you feel comfortable creating in, being in an environment that you feel comfortable planning in and being vulnerable in is vital. This is the next step to our evolution, stepping away from living on survival and accepting our blessings, accepting our abundance. So we have to change the standard of what's acceptable in our lives. What we eat, what we watch, what we listen to, the rooms we're in, the company we keep, how we allow others to address us, the type of energy that we're frequently around. Are we consistent? Do we procrastinate? These are things we need to start fine tuning to get the results that we're looking for when it comes to our quality of life. And the key to getting there is you. So solitude is not a want. It's not something we do to be petty or spiteful. It's a responsibility. It's a privilege. I love my alone time. I love my peace. And I love my social time as well. But my alone time is different. My mind is able to relax. I'm able to put my guard down because I don't mess with my own mind. I don't pick on my own self. I don't tell jokes about myself. I don't put myself down. So I know it's going to be peace and calm. I know the choices I'm making and the consequences that come with those choices. So I can always hold myself responsible when I'm alone for what I know I've done and for what I know just is happening around me. I can keep my personal self out of everything happening around me and live in my bubble. But the only way I'm able to do that is without distractions. It's when I'm fully aligned with myself. When you are the only one on the planet, it feels like. Because that's when the real work starts. That's when I'm able to do shadow work and look at my past and see how I am at fault for how my life's been going and see what necessary changes I need to make to force my life to go the way I want it to go, to manipulate, <clears throat> to start to manifest the steps before me, before I've even made them. But as soon as my foot has contact with the ground and that step around me has been manifested, it's been created, I can now see it. And I already have to be able to see it in my mind. So I have all these, if I have all these voices and other people that's around me speaking and pouring into my work, how can I think, how can I manifest? How can I create the world that's best for me? That world is going to be tainted with everyone else's thoughts and views and feelings and opinions and projections. So now it's compromised. It's remixed. It's not my work. 
It's everyone's work. So I need my solitude. It's a requirement. And I think what's new for society is learning that when someone goes into isolation, it's not always personal. You didn't do anything wrong or nothing happened to them. They may need a moment to reflect. They may need a moment to transcend. They're trying to level up to the next point in their life. And the best place to do that is in meditation. It's in the calm. It's in a frequency that is safe enough for you to dream, to wonder, to imagine. You're not just living on this straight line. You're learning to go with the flow of what the frequency provides. But that room has to already be set to zero, set to even. You can't come into an unbalanced room and now you're spending all your energy trying to balance the energy in the room. And then you're trying to work and manifest and create the world in front of you. You're going to be drained. That's too much work for one person. You working harder, not smarter. So the goal for me is to create a life to where every room I step in is a safe space for me to create manifest. And I know that may feel personal to some people, <clears throat> especially people in the past, they've been a part of my life or a lifetime that I've experienced here. But my main goal is progression. My main goal is the advancement of my people, people who think, look, feel and act like me. People who understand me and I understand them. And I'm inclined to move further into my goal. So yes, simultaneously, if you look at the whole picture, I'm moving further away from who I was. But that, that that's again, that's not personal. I'm not doing that because something in the past was wrong. Everything in the past is not what I wanted my future to be. So I had to separate myself from it. And if you fall under those lines, yes, you fall under that as well. But again, it's business. It's not personal. My growth comes first. This is what I believe self-care is. This is what I believe healing is. It's putting yourself first. And that's not always pretty. And people ain't always holding hands and frolicking into the sunshine. Sometimes it's darkness. Sometimes it's alone. Sometimes it's the constant state of being in the unknown. Not knowing who your friends would be next. Not even knowing what you'll eat for lunch in this next year of your life. And that's the beauty of life. Because all of that abyss provides opportunity. All of that blank canvas provides space for you to create. Space for you to design. Space for you to make this world look like what you want. Perception is reality. But we also have to humble ourselves and realize we can't be anecdotal. And that means that you think your perception is everyone's reality. And that is not the case. And you think the things you've experienced, we've all experienced. So you can relate. That's not the case. Everyone is experienced in this world differently. But you are the star in your movie. You're the lead in your film. You only co-star or cameo in other people's lives. So you have to dedicate your life to yourself and your advancement, your growth, your education. Then that's going to change the impact that you have on the world. That, and that's going to change how the world reacts to you as well. 
Notice that when I speak, I don't use the terms good or bad because this isn't about having a good or bad experience. It's just about having an experience and seeing what you learn from that experience and learning how to process experiences while you're in the middle, while they're happening. So you still get to be present and experience it. And you're not so far stuck in your head that you're not even aware about everything that's happening around you. So then you're trying to learn from recall and the things you remember probably a day to a week later. Not even in that moment of when it's happening because you're so flustered and overwhelmed. Hey, everybody. Sorry about that. <clears throat> Connection got cut off there. <laughs> I mean, you get the gist of what I'm saying. This journey is to learn ourselves. This journey is about our experiences that we have with ourselves and that we can share with others. So put more time and energy into yourself. Be more mindful of the energy that you allow to be around you and be more mindful of how impactful your energy is to others. That's how you become more secure as you become more, you know what I mean, concerned with how what I'm saying and doing is affecting others. Because that's a big part of the world. That's a big part of life. And we want to be a part of life I mean, we're social creatures. We're going to network. We're going to be around each other. So the best way that we can function in those environments is when we have a good relationship with ourselves. And you get that in your solitude. You cannot learn yourself while you're in a group, while you're around other people, while you're always outside with everybody. You learn it by yourself. You got to learn yourself. You got to be able to be transparent, fully let your guard down and learn yourself. And then that's how we can start learning how to moderate the parts of us to be around other people. But we have to sit and listen. Sometimes just be a fly on the wall. We don't always have to be heard or seen or in the mix. We don't always have to be the funny person or the smart person or the athletic person or the win the winner. Sometimes we can just be. We can just be present and be a part of the experience in the room and let how that experience makes us feel, learn more about ourselves and study ourselves more through these experiences because then that's going to alter the experiences we have in the future. But it's your life. So if you want it to be a good life, you will. If you want to be a victim in your story, you will. We get to choose. We get to decide. So give yourself some solitude. Give yourself some peace of mind. Give yourself some time and room to think. Say no to the party. Say no to the turn up. Hell, say no to working overtime and getting more hours. Say no to the shopping sprees and having to kick it and the vacations and the trips where we got to be social and be with each other. Be alone for a little bit. See how that makes you feel. Learn something about yourself. Talk to yourself. Cry, release, think, laugh, dance, sing, drink. Hell, watch a movie. Take yourself on a date. Really get to know yourself and ask yourself what you're looking for in this world. And then go get it. All right, y'all. Have a great day.